What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. And we continue to put the, the W's in the column. This was a big one because we needed to come up with a win in the division. We are 0-2 in the division, which sounds very odd. But guess what? That's the facts. We could not afford to go 0-3. So the Bills got their shit together and pretty much walked all over the Patriots today. The Patriots, bro, the Patriots did not look good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, they're playing a more superior team. But the superior team that you're playing with are, 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 are getting back on track. And listen, maybe we just looked we're just that way much better than the Patriots. But the Patriots did not look good. But you know what? It feels good nonetheless to beat the Patriots because you guys already know how we feel about the Patriots. The Patriots, anytime that we can put the beats on the Patriots, I will take it. Every day of the week, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. Bills win, Bills win, Bills win 24 10. We'll take it. Um, I mean, they had a last second gift from the refs, do you mean to allow them to make it a respectable score? But nonetheless, if you watch this game, this game was yo, listen, we dominate, we dominate. That this was a domination. This was a it was a nice win. You know what I'm saying? We've had a, a few weeks of where we're like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Even when we won against the Browns and the Lions, it was a tight con- tight competition. And we were like right to the end, right? And prior to that, we lost games. So we're like the last four games have been a little shaky. This one, you know what I'm saying? This one gets us back into like this is what we're accustomed to. This is what we should be accustomed to, especially in a division. And we beat the Patriots like this? Lovely. Now, you guys know how I do. Before we get into Bill's talk, let's talk about the opponent. Let's talk. Let's give them their flowers, if we can find any. And uh, let's go from there. So, Patriots. Mac Jones looked lost. I can't even call him Mac Jones. Mac Jones is when he plays well. But it was Macaroni Jones tonight. Macaroni Jones was running left, right, center. (laughs) He was running out of breath. He was going from left to right. Epinesa was on his ass. Even Jordan Phillips tried to get on action. I don't know what the hell Jordan Phillips is doing in the backfield. I don't know. We'll talk about that another day. But today, it listen, like my man Scott Blakely just said, it should have been way more points than 24 points. We This should have been a 40-burger night. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Patriots for the first bit. So their best player on the field clearly, clear as day, was number 38, Ramondre Stevenson. And we knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to happen. Ramondre Stevenson led the team in, in, in uh, excuse me, in receptions with six receptions and led the team in uh, in carries. So 16 carries altogether. The guy is their best player. He's simply their best player. Aguilar was non-existent. Taekwon Thornton non-existent. Like the guys that are supposed to make plays for these guys. I mean, it gets so bad that you got to bring a defensive back to your offense to run a play so they can get you on the board. That's that's how bad. I mean, I mean, we talked about this at the beginning of the year. You don't have an offensive coordinator. What the hell do you have? You have a defensive coordinator running your offense. Yo, boy, stop. You're trying to outsmart things like it's, it's not worth it's not worth it. But Ramondre. Bright spot for you Patriots fans. It was rough to watch if you're a Patriots fan. I know that was rough. Even watching the game, I was like, this feels too quiet. Like 
I get it. I mean, we're beating your ass. I mean, at home, your your turf. I get it. But man, man, like just this was just not fun for you guys. <laughs> it wasn't fun for the Patriots. I'm sorry. I, I I'm trying to find some some nice things to say about you guys. But Mac Jones looks like macaroni, Jones and cheese, grated cheese at that. He ain't baked. He's not baked mac and cheese. That's for sure. He's he's like microwave. He's like he's like still he's like TV dinner mac and cheese, bro. That was no good. You're not even gourmet. You didn't give us gourmet mac and cheese. You gave us TV dinner, crack the lid, put it in the microwave for a couple minutes. That's what we got today. And and it was still watery. It was no good. You know what I'm saying? So Macaroni Jones, not so great. 22 for 36, 195 yards, five yards a pop. Uh, he threw an he threw a touchdown to a defensive back. It just wasn't good. He had a, a rating of he took a sack today and a, a rating of 84. Just not good. Um, Ramon J, best player on this on the field today. Uh, defensively, John, uh, excuse me, defensively, you know who was was great. Uh, where is he at? Uh, Mr. Matthew Judon, good sack. Uh, but you got the sack when Question Bay would just let you walk right through. We're not even, we're, we'll, we'll get into all that. But anyway, at the end of the day, I'm done with with talking about the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Uh, hold on. My man, uh, Truth to Hearts, is, is uh, tight. He's like, Rico, I'm supposed to be going to Toronto in two weeks. Any suggestions? Bro, there's so much to do in TDOT, man. So you name it. Like, tell me what you're trying to do. What you, what are your what are your plans? And I'll let you know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I it's been a long time since I've been in, in Ontario. I mean, it's been a year since I've been in Ontario. Um, but Toronto, that's like that's another spot for me that I, I go to. So I got enough family and friends out there. You let me know what you're trying to do in Toronto, man. I'll let you know. I know I'll let you know where you, you want to catch a Raptors game. Cat yo, catch a Raptors game, man. You know what I'm saying? Raptors game, you name it. Yeah, that's it's, it's listen, Toronto is got everything you need you let me know and I'll, I'll i'll guide you where you need to go all right anyway ladies and gentlemen bills 24 10 patriots they just they, they didn't show up today they didn't show up they couldn't stop anything it was just not good the only bright spot there was on the defensive side of the ball was matthew judon and other than that it was it was a wrap the kicker couldn't do anything he kicked something that looked like it was going to be great and doink hits the hits the crossbar it is what it is now we're done with the patriots i tried to give you guys flowers but there's really not much i can say to give you flowers, your head coach got out out coached today. It was just not good for you guys. Today was burn the tape, burn the tape, restart, and go figure something out. I don't know if Bailey Zappi has to come back in for you, but it's just it looked uninspiring. Sorry for the Patriots fans. I I feel for you guys. I really do. I'm trying to give you guys flowers, but I, there's not much I can give you guys. All right, we're done. You guys are good. All right, break. We're done. Now let's talk about before I get into the box score. Let's talk about this Bills. This Bills win. This Bills win felt good. This Bills win was necessary for Bills fans, all right? We put a lot of time watching this team. I know we don't play. We don't play on the team, but we put a lot of time watching our Bills play, and our emotions are up and down. Cholesterol is up. You said cholesterol. You got me saying cholesterol. Our blood pressure is up and down, taking pills and all that stuff to bring ourselves back down. Listen, we invest a lot of time, sweat, you know what I'm saying, emotions in this damn game. You know what I'm saying? And today was nice for us to just have a relaxing time. You know, sometimes you just... You want to put on a movie and you don't want to put on a movie where you have to think you don't want to put on a movie that you have to like mm, you have to really pay attention. Today was one of those games where we watched. It was like watching a show that was just light. It was light to watch. So a couple chuckles and this was great. And I'll take it. And today's game was nice. It was nice for us to just beat down the Patriots. Number one on national TV. Everybody knows it. And we punted for the first time in, in, in two years against these guys. And I'll be mean, sorry. I'm two years. It feels like it's been two years. You know what I'm saying? But we had to punt for the first time in the, in the second quarter, finally. Like, it's just one of those games where it, just, it was nice 
to win. And we won in such dominating fashion. Josh Allen looked good. He had a few plays where I, I, I would say, well, what are we throwing that for? Why'd you throw that? I mean, he threw a ball to Stefan Diggs at the end, uh, at the second, at the, I think it was like before half. Just threw one downfield. I'm like, okay, he's probably got something. Holy shit. All I saw were like five red jerseys and one white jersey. It's like, whoa, why'd you throw that? There were a couple throws that Josh Allen made. I was like, mm, fam, he almost got that, th- that thing intercepted. Chill out, relax. But nonetheless, I liked what Josh was able to do today. Uh, very controlled game, very controlled game, run game look awesome uh, to me, at least. I don't I'm maybe using the wrong word. Awesome. I don't know if it was awesome, but it was very encouraging, very encouraging to see the run game, very encouraging to see some of the play calls that were made today. Some were a little shaky, but for the most part, this was an enjoyable game to watch. Like I can go to bed today going, OK, good night. You know, so I feel good. I feel good about this game. Um. I got a super chat coming in from my man, Lee. What's up, Lee? I appreciate that, Lee. Much love to you. Tremaine Edmonds. Yo, we're going to get into Tremaine Edmonds. What a breath of fresh air to have Tremaine Edmonds back. Um, And we'll get into the defense, and I'll go through the box score. But overall, overall, this game, uh, it just felt that it was, it was, we were in control the whole time. We were in utter control. I mean, there was that one, I mean, this is the NFL. You've got to find ways to score, and the Patriots did. And then once we figure that nonsense out, it was it was back to your regular schedule program. Bills dominate the Patriots. And that's how it should be. That's how it should be. And uh, and it's the beginning of getting the W's in the AFC East. The ladies and gentlemen, the Bills are nine and three. We're nine and three. Let's keep it rolling, man. Let's keep it rolling. Billy Williams said that was a slow death. It, it was kind of it did feel like a, a slow death, didn't it? We just we just took it to them. And it's not like we it's not like we beat them down. It was just like a, a, a slow, it was like a slow, um, it's like it's like putting something in, in the in the smoker. You know what I'm saying? Marinate it, let the, put that in the smoker and let it go. Do it, let it do its work. If we're just chilling, just wait, wait it out, have a beer, do whatever. That's what it felt like today. It felt like we just we just took it to him, man. That's what it is, man. That cross the body throw when he was going out of bounds for Josh Allen. We're gonna talk about that too, man. It, it's just that's Josh Allen. And let me let me get right to it. That is Josh Allen for you. At the end of the day, it's one of those things where you can't take that away from him because that's what he does best. Improvise. He's an improv. He's a very good, you're saying, scripted quarterback. And he can be improv. He's just as good. as There's not a lot of quarterbacks or athletes that have range like that. You know what I'm saying? You mean there's actors that they only, they only have one genre of movie that they do. Josh Allen is one of those guys that can act in anything. You know what I'm saying? You want you want a blowout? I'll give you a blowout. You want suspense? I'll give you suspense. You want comedy? I'll give you comedy. That's Josh Allen, man. He'll give you all. He's a he's one of those guys that can just do everything. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to my man Josh Allen. Did the damn thing. Um, super chat coming in from my man RJ1970. Says, yo, long sustained drives um, is a plus. Oh, it's a lovely. And that, you got to give credit where credit is due. And credit has to go to Ken Dorsey for dialing up some good plays that kept the ball rolling and and uh and there was there was a commitment there was a commitment today uh to to just killing the clock running the football and there was a new sheriff in town and we're, we'll talk about that a little bit angelo Gucciello, what's up Ange? angelo says yo angelo <laughs> angelo doing conor mcgregor walking rico report hey what's happening my man what's happening um but for the most part this was a very nice nice game to watch kingdom talk 
Super chat coming in. Salute to you, my G. He says, uh, Jones was getting cooked and Mac Jones was running a marathon. Yo, let's let, we'll get into that. We're going to get into that. But for the most part, I just want to say, like, listen, this team is is on the ascension again, right? We were we were freaking sky high and then we kind of plateaued and then we kind of took a dip and then we're we're, we're back on it where we're on we're on our way up again you know what i'm saying so there's peaks and valleys in, in these games right so right now we were up on a high we went down a little bit we, we plateaued went down we're back up again so that's that's how same some games go but the trajectory now is on its way up and i hope it stays on its way up so let's let's keep that going man it's good to have a, the defense coming back together. We're almost out of full defense, minus you're missing a, a couple players uh, here and there. And I don't know where these rumors are coming from, but like maybe Micah Hyde comes back. I, I doubt it, but that's what I've been seeing and reading. So who knows? Um, I got a super chat coming in. David Questenberry showed a lot of heart, but that dude better not see the field again. Prime example of why we need to draft linemen. Uh, listen, man, Sanfield. Sa- Sa- you're you're not wrong. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. Al Michael Al Michaels is like take him off Thursday nights. He's bored. They they keep putting this guy in with games that are just not great. Uh, and today was no no different. But not because Al Michaels is, is terrible, but his partner. I remember his partner. I don't know if you guys remember this. I felt, I laughed my ass off. I said what? His partner was like, gotta give credit to David Questenberry because he he uh, bummed. Shoulder uh, bummed the ankle and he's got a tape back up and he's back in there and deserves a game ball. I said, What? And right when he said that, Questenberry gets pancaked and put on his ass. Are you kidding me? And then then he starts to walk it back. Well, well, well I saw that play, but I just say give him a game ball because of the heart that he man. Shut your ass up, man. Be quiet. Be quiet. Questenberry was some ass today, and that's it. Bobby Hart came in and he was no better. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what that tells me is how important Deion Dawkins is to our offense. Deion Dawkins is extremely important to this offense. I, I got, listen, man, he ain't no, Deion Dawkins is no no all pro. He's not an all pro, can be, but not an all pro, but boy, is he solid. Solid on the left tackle. So get better, big fella. You know what I'm saying? We need that snowman back on that left side and we'll go from there. But the, the shame on the, the announcer that was talking about giving the game ball <laughs> to David Questenberry. Man, David Questenberry had a rep at left tackle that caused that could have caused a big time injury to our starting tackle, our starting uh quarterback. And he whiffed completely on the t- on the defensive end. And his face, it, it was a slow most perfect. His face was like, oh shit. Right? It was it was one of those. I was like, oh, I just got my quarterback killed. Dude, Questenberry. OMG, my goodness. You're better than that, bro. You're better than that. Just not tonight. It wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. But anyway, uh, let's let's get to the box score because I really want to talk about that. Uh, Herbie was a bad... That's his name, Herbie. Herbie was horrible, bro. Herbie was a bad commentating as Questenberry was that blocking. Dude, I didn't, I didn't understand what he was... Just don't... I know when games are boring, when games are being dominated, this is where you got to give credit to guys like Tony Romo. I'm not a fan of Tony Romo anymore i used to be until he started becoming a, a, like a just like oh jim and oh, i don't like that but anyway but this herbie guy i i get i get it it's a blowout pretty much and you got to kind of keep things going and keep things light but yo just know what you're saying brother i know it's a it's a tough task but questionberry yo he was straight booty man he was straight booty that night but anyway i don't want to stay stay too much on that 
the Bills win. I want to focus on how good the Bills were today. Let's start with our leader, the one, the only Josh Allen. Josh Allen today was 22 for 33, 223 yards, an easy pitch catch night, 223 yards, 6.8 yards. He had two touchdowns, zero interceptions, two touchdowns, and a rating of 106. I'll, I'll take it. That type of performance for me is just fine. And we put 24 points up. We could have put way more points up. You know what I'm saying? But 24 points was modest. We, If we really wanted to push it, I mean, we were taking a knee with a minute and 50 seconds left. A minute and 50 seconds? And we were taking a knee to just end the game. That's how much we were like, yo, let's just, you good? Have you taken enough of a spanking? We'll meet you guys again later in the season. But just, just take this beat down. You know what I'm saying? It, we could have put more on. I mean, freaking Tommy Sweeney with the hold that negated a, like a 40-yard bomb, 40 to 55-yard bomb to Steph, Stephon Diggs in the end zone beautiful route beautiful catch that's 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 how you put teams away but these penalties kill us and that's a huge one that's a big one i'll get into that but anyway josh allen not a perfect night but a solid night we need that josh allen because now josh is starting to have you can visibly see that he's starting to have a lot more fun right and when we when our quarterback is having more fun trust me big things are coming our way when he has more fun when this guy has fun you see it i'll give you a prime example today He's rolling right. He's got a defender barreling down on him. He's still looking upfield. Most quarterbacks, they, they look, they look, they look, throw it out of bounds, call it a day. Josh Allen does not believe in that. And that's the beautiful, that's the gift and the curse of Josh Allen, where he wants to keep the play alive. Keep the play alive, and I can make something out of this. Sometimes, most times it works, sometimes detrimental. In this case, chef's kiss, because my man had to do several things on this play. You got to keep your head on the sideline. You got to keep your head upfield and know and have the awareness of knowing where your feet are. So once he knew where his feet were, plant, now he's got to throw across his body. And it's it, uh, me explaining it sounds like mental gymnastics, but that's what the man does. Not a whole lot of quarterbacks can do what Josh Allen does. And this boy put it on the money on Gabe Davis, touchdown, and the rest is history. It's just that, it's what Josh Allen does. And it's love it and hate it, but most most times it usually works out in our benefit. So salute to salute to my guy, man. This guy, he's Josh Allen's that dude, man. Josh Allen is that dude. Love the guy, and uh, that that guy's always gonna be that dude, man. For real. Um, Todd comes in and says, "Yo, bro, Trey looked great today." You talking about Tre'Davious White or uh, Tremaine Edmonds? We got two trays on the house in the house, so you gotta let me know what's going on. Uh, my man Kingpin is laughing right now. Comedic Romo needs to stop. Yo, Comedic Romo is, is annoying as, as F. Oh, Jim. I, I think the one thing that killed me was when the cat came on the field and the cat was running and Jim, just Tony Romo. Funny but annoying because it was just one of those like, yo, shut your mouth enough already. Oh, Jim, the cat. Look at the cat. He's going to the end zone. Look at this. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I had enough. But anyway, uh, for the most part, Great game by Josh Allen and uh, and controlled game. He controlled it. He led it. We had the time of possession. I haven't looked at the time of possession yet, but time of possession, we just, we handled it today, fellas. We handled it. It looked good. Uh, I got a I got a comment coming in from Sailor Jerry. He says, Romo is a national treasure. Boy, you better stop. I get I get enough of Romo. I can only take so much of Romo and then I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Um, but here we are, man. Box score. Let's get to the box score. So Josh Allen, obviously, Solid numbers. Here's what I'm most interested in. We had 33 passing attempts today, and we had 37 run attempts. Love 
it. Love it a lot. By the way, Alexander comes in and says, that TD pass to Davis was phenomenal. Go Bills. It was great. And it's going to be on replay. And not a whole lot of quarterbacks can do that, man. I'm telling you right now, not a whole lot of quarterbacks. A lot of people might say, Pat Mahomes can probably do it. Maybe him and probably it. Physically, the, the torque you have to do to throw across your body, the accuracy, the awareness of the where you are, uh, just the confidence, it's just, it's uncanny. The guy's, he's, he's legit like that. So, uh, Alexander, you are absolutely freaking correct. Awesome play. Run game. Run game. Loved every bit of it. Loved every bit of it. I'm telling you right now, man. James Cook. Let, let me let me give James Cook his flowers because you guys already know I'm a harsh critic on James Cook, right? Never saw anything special about him. Never really was like on it like you guys. A lot of folks were like, yo, just give him a chance. He doesn't have enough opportunities. And for me, I was like, man, he has his opportunities, but he just doesn't do anything with them. I'm not impressed. So today they made it a they made it, they made it a, a they made a conscious effort. They made it very known that this is gonna be the James Cook game and this was pisses me off for fantasy owners i had james cook on my bench and i was like something tells me i should start him today because i think it's going to be one of those games something tells me i should start him i don't start him he puts up 18 points on fantasy oh i'm killing myself i'm killing myself for that you know what i'm saying i should have put him in but anyway that'll be for next week because now we know what he can do and hopefully ken dorsey doesn't get stubborn and go back and revert back to nonsense but anyway James Cook was our leading rusher today. Leading rusher had 14 carries, something I did not see coming. 64 yards, 4.6 yards a pop, and he had a long burst, 28 yards today. That was a great run up the middle, very smooth. Loved every bit of it. And that's one thing I do like about him is he's a smooth runner. He's very smooth, smooth cut. He's not a hard cutter. He's a smooth cutter. The one thing that I'd love for James Cook to do is put some weight on. Put your 190 pounds, bro, there's so many there's so many reps that you had that you could have, you know what I'm saying, if you had a little more strength, you could have, you know what I'm saying, earned more yardage, you know what I'm saying, the yards after the yards after contact. But none, nonetheless, it's fine. But I love seeing what I saw today. I'm I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Uh before I continue, my man Pierre the Kingpin comes in and says, "Hey, I got a question for you." And I haven't even read the, your question yet, but I'm sure it's going to be a smart ass question. But let's see. Maybe I'm wrong. Is 37 rushes to 33 passes the offense that best that is best for this team. Is that what y'all want? Pros and cons. So condescending question. I know what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Cause Pierre is more of a throw the ball and, and that's, that's what we do best and so on and so forth to me, or maybe you're being genuine, you know what I'm saying? But I know you're asked too. So I, I, I have to read it the way I think you're saying it now, but I'm going to leave the question up. So he's asking, and you guys let me know how you feel about it. Is 37 rushes to 33 passes. The offense that best, that is best for this team. Is that what you guys want? Pros and cons. Well, here's the here's the pros. When you have a balanced offense, teams can't try to know what you're going to do. They're, they they they're on their toes. Are they running? Are they passing? Which is it? What's going on? Shit. Uh, okay. But when you're a team that passes the rock, man, yo, get that nickel corner up here. They're up. They're a passing team. So let's let's genuinely wait for them to pass the ball because we know what's coming. But when you don't know what's coming, there's your there's your pros. Right. Let me keep going with the pros. When you run the football, good things happen. You know what I'm saying? You take stress off the quarterback. You take stress off. You know what I'm saying? The, the receivers. You know what I'm saying? And and you're 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 pushing forward, man. You're pushing forward. So and you're killing clock and you're beating down the trenches. You're beating down the defensive 
the defensive lineman. You're beating down the defense, the, the linebackers. So you're putting a pounding on these guys. So they so now and bruised up. Now you can air it all over them. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the the pros, right? And you're killing the clock. Now, cons, I don't see any cons in being able to run the football effectively and pass the football effectively. I, like, where's the cons? Right now, maybe the cons will be it's not as high flying. We're not putting up, putting up putting up enough points on the board. But when your defense is shutting that team down, no need to air it out and kill it because right now we're the defense is doing their job. Now, if that offense on the other side is putting points up on our defense, we got no choice but to change the philosophy and kind of put the ball in the air more so we can actually attack these guys. But we didn't necessarily need to do that. We were chilling. So to me, a, a, a nice offense like this. That's got an easy victory. Look at today was just an easy win. I think everybody's body felt just right. So except for David Questenberry, but his ego's probably hurt too. But nonetheless, I liked it. I'm, I'm good with it. I have no problems with it. Um, Bobby Glean with a super chat comes in and says, yo, uh, he comes in and says, uh, oh, Judon. I think you're saying Judon. Judon was awfully quiet this game. O-line overall was decent. Run blocking um, against the pass blocking. Strong C minus. Not bad. Uh, Matt Judon had a sack today, but that sack probably wouldn't have happened if Deion Dawkins was out there, but who really knows what's going to happen. But for the most part, um, C minus, I think I'll get, I'll give us higher than a C minus. I don't think we performed poorly. Um, but, uh, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, worldwide stepper, uh, comes in and says, Hey, Pierre, if they're giving us the yards per carry, uh, sorry, if they're giving us the yards per carry, they were today, then yeah. Yeah, well, listen. If you're gonna if you're gonna let me run on you, then why the hell am I gonna stop? And I don't think I don't think Pierre has an issue with that. I think Pierre likes it, but he's just curious as to what people like and what people don't like because I think he sees a lot of people complaining about what kind of offense we have. Well, you're not gonna get a complaint from me because we ran the ball extremely well and efficient. It was an e- it was efficient running today, and I'm I'm not mad at it. Four point six yards a, pa- a pop uh, for James Cook. Three point nine yards a pop for Devin Singletary at thirteen carries. And uh, and a touchdown, and then Josh Allen had eight eight uh, eight carries for twenty yards. So we ran for one hundred and thirty two yards today. Naeem Himes had two carries. I hate the routes that are giving Naeem Himes. Can I get into my my thing here? Let Naeem Himes run the ball. Naeem Himes, excuse me, run the ball naturally like the other two. But you guys were giving him all these jet sweep type carries. Like stop. Just let him run the ball naturally the way he's supposed to, instead of trying to get cute and all that stuff. Stop making him a gimmick type of RB. Me, I'm nitpicking here. You know what I'm saying? I'm very, I'm very much nitpicking. But for me, let him run the rock naturally. It was instead of all this other stuff because he, he lost yards on one and then had a had a not so great rep for himself where he chose to do all this dancing. Yo, let him run north south. Put him in plays that he can run north south and then we're okay. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I ain't complaining though. I'm not complaining. I feel all right. Uh, Scott Blicker comes in and says Dane got burned for a long pass. Luckily, Macaroni sailed it. Whew, Dane. Dane, Dane, Dane. Well, listen, there's a reason Dane is, uh, you know what I mean, benched for um, Xavier Rhodes. So Dane Jackson, boy, he's he's going through it. He's definitely going through it. I got a uh, Patrick. What's up, Patrick? Patrick comes in and says, hey, great game plan execution today. That's the way. The injuries are piling, but when we play smart football, run some ball, play disciplined defense, and make it simple, we have a good chance. And you're absolutely freaking right. That's exactly right. We have a great chance. Um, I got another super chat coming in from uh, Catherine Potter. What's up, Kathy? Catherine Potter says, Heinz and Cook poised to take it to the house. Yes, they are. I thought uh, Heinz would have took one to the house today on punt return and kick return. 
but maybe it's not this week. Maybe it's going to be next week. Sometimes I'm ahead of myself when I put these, uh, these things out there. But uh, nonetheless, I, I'm not mad at it at all. Now, 132, uh, 132 yards today with the, for the running backs, 37 carries, 14 for James Cook. Lovely to see James Cook getting the touches. Not only did James Cook have 14 carries, James Cook also had six receptions. Dude, that's 20 touches for James Cook. What the hell? I don't has has Devin Singletary had that many touches lately? I think he had like maybe a, a few games ago he had like 20 touches, 18 carries and maybe a couple of receptions. But dude, James Cook had 20 touches today and effective. So he had what 64 yards rushing and then he had another what 40 41 yards freaking he had over 100 yards today, man. Yo, kudos to James Cook. Kudos to James Cook. I'm happy for the man. I'm happy for him. The only thing that, that I want to see from James Cook, put some weight on. Hit the gym. Put another 10 pounds on. Get to about 200 pounds. Your speed's still going to be there. Put 200 pounds on, and then we can talk. But you got all offseason to do that. You have all offseason to do that. But kudos to James Cook. Loved every bit of it. Now, receiving room. Seven receptions for Stefan Diggs. 92 yards, 13 yards of pop, a touchdown. The, guy, the guy's tied for league lead for 10 touchdowns. And guess with who? Devontae Adams, one of the best in the game. You're looking at two of the best in the game. Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs has his 10th touchdown. Kudos to him. He's at seven receptions for 92 yards in this game. And he could have done more damage with that long bomb. But that got negated by Tommy freaking Sweeney with that stupid hold. And then wants to put his hand up like, I didn't do it. Boy, stop. Anyway, um, seven receptions, 92 yards for my man, Stephon Diggs. Next guy up, McKenzie. I am loving more McKenzie. They're finding ways to get McKenzie in his in his right spot, and I'm loving it. And he's taking full advantage of it. That's what I love. And for those that were still, I, I still shame on people that were saying, "Get him out of the game. Stop letting him get touches." McKenzie is a special type of player, man. He's got the speed and quickness. You just got to find ways to take advantage of the defense with him. So I don't want to hear any of that stuff, right? Isaiah McKenzie, five receptions, 44 yards, almost eight yards a pop, eight point eight point eight, and uh, he caught all five of his targets today. James Cook, six receptions for off of six targets, 41 yards. Naeem Hines had one reception for 20 yards, right? Gabe Davis, two receptions off of seven targets. Here's the thing, man. They're giving Gabe Davis his targets. What's going on? Two receptions? One of them was a, a little bit of an outreach. It was just out of his reach. I get that part. But like seven targets. And, and I love it. They're targeting him so that he's still part of the offense. But we need we need more from Gabe, man. We need more. We need more. Isaiah McKenzie's holding his own and helping out, but we need more. We need more. Um, Ravi says, yo, McKenzie is not consistent enough. He can disappoint in critical situations. Well, consistency to me is six receptions last week for 96 yards, five receptions this week for, what is it, 41 yards. For 44 yards. To me, that's consistent. You're making your receptions. I give you your targets, you catch them. I give you your targets, you catch them. That's consistent to me. Maybe the consistency has got to come from Dorsey not giving him the right plays. Put him in the right position, he will succeed. And it's, it's showing two games in a row. So I don't want to hear that he, he ain't doing what he's supposed to do. He is. He's doing just fine. Uh, it's Pierre Kingpin. What's up, Pierre? Pierre comes in and says, why McKenzie always seems to be stumbling? My guy stuttering worse than me. <laughs> Yo, you stupid ass. <laughs> you stupid ass. Um, listen, man, his feet are quick. <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying. Sometimes what happens too is when you're you envision what you're trying to do 
that you're envisioning the, the the move the 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 play that you're trying to make with your legs but you didn't quite get the ball yet to do that you're all discombobulated man because you're trying to you're thinking of what you're going to do but your legs didn't the message didn't quite go to your legs yet right so sometimes vice versa your legs are going and you, you haven't quite compute what you're trying to do so maybe that's what it is man he gets excited he gets excited but point is you know what i'm excited about he's making consistency he's he's getting consistent catches and getting first downs and moving the chains that's what we want he's no cole beasley you know what i'm saying but he's he's doing the best effort that he can and is working for us so kudos kudos to my man mckenzie so mckenzie five receptions 41 yards james cook six receptions 41 yards uh and then kalusha here with the one reception today and that's it one for one but gabe davis we need more i like gabe i like him a lot he's having a career statistic statistical year but i need more from gabe davis i don't know about you guys but i i know he got the touchdown today i know that was that was nice and dandy but that's off of a improv from josh allen looking to make plays and he happened to be there which is fantastic i'll take it but i need more because there's gonna come a defense that's got the player to handle digs and the safety that's good enough to handle digs because i mean the patriots they got good corners but they ain't good corners you feel me so the jets have the safety the jets have the corners so gabe davis is going to have to step up because right now they're going to do the same damn thing gardner's going to probably be on he's going to do the same thing gardner will probably be on gabe davis and then dj uh, dj you got me saying reader um i think it's dj reader who's whitehead and uh, i forgot i think it was uh i think it's reed dj reed is going to be on the other side corner and they're probably going to double team stefan Diggs again so you have to show up, Mr. Gabe Davis, because right now we're watching. We are watching, sir. So we need you to step up in a big way. First six weeks of the season is done. I know you got to be, you got to, you statistically, you're doing well this year, but we need more. And it's not asking a lot. We need more because when they, when they try to take away Steph Diggs, who do you think he's going to go to? You are getting your targets. It's not like you're not getting your targets. You're getting your targets. You got to, you got to capitalize because we're watching, big fella. We're watching you. Tony W. What's up, Tony? Tony comes in and says, uh, been, it's been a little bit, Rico. Still love you. Knox was wide open. I think Allen is staring down his receivers. Allen does have the tendency to stare down his receivers. We've seen it. I think all quarterbacks do. Saying Because they know the play. The play is destined for this player, so they they, they tend to stare down the receiver. Um, was Diggs open? Excuse me. Was uh, Dawson Knox open a couple times? Yes. Yes, he was. But plays are still made. Plays are still made. So, I mean, he'll look at the tape. He'll see that that play worked, and then we'll hit, we'll, we'll hit it right back again. But for the most part, Josh didn't have a bad game at all, man. I liked everything he did. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with how he played. Alexander comes in with a super chat and says, hey, good to see Trey Day out there again. Motor had a nice goal line TD. Diggs always a dog. J17 MVP. Gotta love it. I love every bit of it, and it, and it ain't going to stop. It ain't going to stop. Now, defense. Let's let's move over to the defense. Can we talk about the receptions? Let's go to the defense now. Um, listen, man. Should Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds was absolutely great today. He led the team with six tackles today, five solo, um, and just was with a was a breath of fresh air today. Smacking guys up, getting in lateral, sideline to sideline, just loved everything that this man was doing. Welcome back, Tremaine Edmonds. For those still on this whole train of he's not good enough, he can't get off the blocks, and this guy, listen, the last couple of games should tell you how our defense plays when he's not in there, right? 
quarterbacks. Listen, Mac Jones today, 195 yards passing. You know what I'm saying? Could he have gone to the middle a lot? Probably, but guess what? Six foot five, got hands in the way. You ain't getting there. So salute to Edmonds. He played really well today. Loved every bit of it. You got to give my man his flowers. Listen, let me give him, let me give him some love, man. Got to give my man some love. Love what Tremaine Edmonds brings to this defense. And when it comes down to it, guys, uh, I was on uh, my man uh, hashtag sports with my man Mario, and um, Mario had a question, and Mario was like, "Listen, man, Jordan Poyer." Tremaine Edmonds, Ed Oliver, if you got to pay one of these guys, which of the three are you paying? And the whole table, I think it was myself, Greg, uh, Drew, um, who else was on there? Ryan was on there, and uh, I'm missing somebody. I think it was just, was it just us? I feel like I'm missing somebody, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, And we all sat there and we're like, you know what? The best decision to make is, is to pay and I want to guess who you guys think. Who do you get? Who did you think we said? Did we say Edmonds? Did we say Jordan Poyer? Or did we say Ed Oliver? Which one did you get? Which one did you think we said? And I'll tell you what I said. I jumped in on Edmonds, man. Got it. You got it. If I'm choosing someone to pay, I'm taking Edmonds. I was torn a little bit, but I, it was it was a strong move for me. You got to pay Edmonds. He's still young and he, and he will get a third contract at some point in his career. And the way he's playing right now with all the confidence in the world, I know he's it's contract year. Nonetheless, he's looking good, especially pairing him with Matt Milano. You got to pay Edmonds. There's no question about it. That's the way you got to go. So uh, to me, that's the route. You got to go that route and uh, and call it a day from there. I got a super chat coming from uh, Amanda Bear. What's up, Amanda Bear? Uh, with Season Beast, a happy birthday. Go Bills. Oh, wish Season Beast. Season Beast, wherever you are seasoned beast happy birthday to you from manda bear and go bills go bills um i had a super chat that i wanted to read up here there you go there's my guy alton venezuela what's up alton alton comes in and says hey i love gabe davis but man was he the most overhyped player by most bills fans this year he's been inconsistent as f so far you know what's funny they want to talk about consistency and they keep bringing up isaiah mckenzie not being consistent you want to talk about someone that's not being consistent that's Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis is the one that's not being consistent. If we're going to really call somebody out, let's call out Gabriel Davis. Yes, he got in the end zone. I get that part. But you got targeted seven times and you got only two receptions. Something, something's got to, you know, we got to be better than that. We got to be better than that. So I'm interested to see how he bounces back and when he decides to bounce back. Because the time for him to bounce back would have been today. But we didn't really see that too much. So next week against the Jets, a better Jets defense. With better quarterback play, we're about to find out what's really good in this AFC East. Kingpin, Poyer is closer that, so hold on. Poyer is the closer, is the closer, excuse me, that makes way more impact. Bill's got Klein looking like Luke Keekly. <laughs> well, if you're going to pay someone, I'm still looking at Edmonds, man. That youth on that on his side makes that much more sense to me uh, to pay that man. So uh, seasoned beast, I see you, brother. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, my guy. Uh, Amanda Bear showed love right there. Uh, we got another super chat coming in from Blind Man Stone. What's up, Blind Man Stone? Thank you for that super chat. Much appreciated. I can't wait to see this year, uh, this year's defense fully healthy. Minus Micah Hyde, next year is going to be insane. Back to this year. Can't wait to uh, to be a healthy defense. Also, pay number 21, my guy, Poyer. Well, they're going to pay somebody. And if they were going to pay Poyer, they would have paid him by now. Now, 
Is it coming at the end of the year? I have no idea. But by then, it might be too late. They might say, yo, go shop yourself around. And if you can get the best deal possible, go ahead. But if you want to come back to the bills, we can then renegotiate. And we can talk about what's going on. But until now, he's, un he's unpaid. They gave him a little something, though, to say, let me hold you over. Take this money. We're going to pay you a little bit more. Just chill and play like this. And then we'll negotiate next year. And we'll talk about it. Maybe that's the conversation that's being had. But guess what? You're going to have multiple suitors trying to get his work. Right? Dallas Cowboys might be looking his way. Miami Dolphins could be looking his way. So we will see. We shall see. Now, going going, going back at it and looking at this defense, Jordan Poyer, great game. Had that interception that was taken away because of the bobble at the end. But what a great jump on the ball from Jordan Poyer. Nothing to take away from Jordan Poyer, man. That boy is a beast when he's on this team. And I think he fits the best on this team. It's just perfect for him, his stature, uh, the way he plays, the way he plays the game. You got to love it. So Jordan Poirier, five tackles, four, ta four tackles for solo. He had one tackle for a loss and a pass breakup. Shout out to my man, Jordan Poirier. Matt Milano comes in next. Look, those are your three best defenders right now. Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Poirier. Those, those are your three best, right? And guess what? Tredavious White got in on the action with four tackles, three ta four tackles, three solo, and he had one pass breakup. We're getting him back into, into the fold, folks. I'm going to find out, like, I mean, the, the snap count's going to come out very shortly, so we'll know what his snap count was. But I like what I'm seeing from Tredavious White. Really good to see. So it the, the defensive um, tackle list kind of breaks down like this. You know, Teron Johnson was next with four tackles. DeMar Hamlin had four tackles today. Uh, DeMar Hamlin is becoming a nice little player on this team. Did DeMar Hamlin at the end, I wasn't sure, did he get ejected for that that hit on the receiver that I thought was a good, clean hit? It was shoulder. It wasn't head-to-head. -head, it was just shoulder. But they want to talk about him being a defensive defensive player. Well, you want me to let him catch the football and go down with it? Boy, please, man, you're going you're gonna to feel these. You're going to feel this shoulder on your face. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel it right against your chest. But anyway, it's such a bang-bang play. But uh, if he got ejected, pff, that's terrible. That's terrible, man. Just just get him on the sideline and call it a day. But they ejected that, man. That's awful, awful, awful. But anyway, I like what DeMar Hamlin's been doing for this defense. Let's give a big shout-out to Greg Rousseau. I absolutely love seeing Greg Rousseau back on the field. Man, what a difference that man makes. What a difference. And what I was looking to see today was what this defensive front was going to look like without Von Miller. Von Miller being put on on IR injured reserve for the next for for the what the next four games that brings him back maybe against the Bengals if my my memory serves me correct Bengals or the Bears so that gets get that gets him back in time for playoff because I mean we're we're a playoff team there's no question about that but it was lovely to see no Von Miller and see what this defense was able to bring to us and right now. We had one sack today, and that was A.J. Epinesa. Great on A.J. Epinesa. So that tells me A.J. Epinesa soaking up the information. Greg Rousseau soaking up the information. Even Carlos Basham soaking up the information. This is what we wanted. This is what this was part B of the reason we signed Von Miller. Part A is because of what he does. He's a future Hall of Famer. Part B, what is this off this defense going to soak in from him? And they soaked it all in today. Look, how many tackles for loss today? We had, what, four tackles for loss. We had one sack today, and we had uh, four QB hits. Kudos to the defensive front. Love it. We shut down the run. If not for Ramondre Stevenson's 18-yard run or whatever, for a 16-yard run, folks, 
this we shut that run down that run game down man we shut that shit down Ramondre Stevenson had 54 yards 54 yards the whole team had 60 yards rushing we allow average just just over 100 yards so this is right where we're supposed to be you want to try to run on us good luck going through Tim Settle good luck going through Dequan Jones Good luck going through Ed Oliver. And Ed Oliver, the last couple of games, has been on point. So kudos to this defense. Kudos to Greg Rousseau coming back. I'm loving every bit of it. Thank you. My goodness, man. I'll, straight up, great job, defense. Defense held it down today, uh, allowing only seven points. Uh, touchdown plus the, the, the late field goal. Pfft, they can have it. But for the most part, we shut it down today. They didn't do. They couldn't get a rhythm. There was no rhythm had by the Patriots today. Show me where the rhythm was. They had no rhythm. This is the rhythm. There was no rhythm. They had no rhythm today, man. So it was all bills, all bills, all bills. That's what it was, man. Uh, Tony W comes in with a super chat. We appreciate that. Tony W. Tony W says, uh, Trey is back. They threw at him just to see if he could tackle. He was great. And the front is stymie, even without Miller. There you go. You're absolutely freaking right, man. You're absolutely right. Kingpin. Stevenson is kind of different, though. Big fan. He's going to be a problem. Held him down tonight, though. Stevenson is a great player, man. Stevenson, Ramondre Stevenson, he's he's everything. He's everything. Like, listen, you take away Ramondre Stevenson off that team. Bro, it's not the same, man. The boy, this man, he was breaking tackles. He's pulling the pile. He was just doing it all for this team. He did everything he could. And he was taking some good smacks today. That's why you need guys that got weight on them, man. Because you don't got weight on you. It's going to be a short career for you. So, uh, shout out to Ramondre Stevenson. And apparently, he's... he's uh, He's got a big fan in um, in Coach Belichick. Belichick loves Ramondre Stevenson. So uh, we'll see how that plays out for them. But uh, he will be a good player for them in the future. But guess what? Not in the near future to affect us any, any, any more than he did today. You can have your 54 yards. Because guess what? We took the dub and we won with, with ease. Today was just an easy win. And I'll take it every day. Every freaking day. You know what I'm saying? Tennessee Titans Weekly. What's up, fellas? I see you guys out here. Um, yo, we come, we coming for you, man. We coming for everybody, man. We already took t- the Titans down, but uh, y'all look decent. Y'all look decent. Nothing great. Y'all look decent, but we'll maybe we'll see you in the playoffs. I don't know. But uh, listen, man, the Bills are back on top in the AFC East. Now we have to see what the Dolphins are going to do. How do you respond against Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers? 49ers. Are gonna give y'all a test. We're gonna find out what's really good with Tua. Tua's in this conversation of MVP. Now I hear him, he's in MVP talks. Granted, he should be because he's got these boys rolling. But like, we're about to find out how MVP you are when you face a decent 49ers defense, a very good defensive uh 49ers defense. So all eyes will be on the Dolphins and how how we um how they handle it. And then once they take their L, which I'm hoping they do, we're back on top in the AFC East. But we got to handle the Jets. We got to handle the Jets next week. So we'll go from there. My man Pierre says, yo, was my first game really watched by him? Nick Chubb vibes? Uh, I don't know Nick Chubb vibes, but he's good. He's definitely good. That's for sure. Now, looking at what we did today, an overall easy win, an overall comfortable win, an overall where you didn't really have to stress out today because it just it just felt like the natural thing that we should be doing, and that's beating down the 49, the, excuse me, the Patriots. We whooped their ass last game, Patriots, in, in the playoffs, 47 to 17, where we had nearly the perfect game. Josh Allen was flawless, five touchdown passes. The guy was just a baller, right? Today was no different. 
and we're we're just getting back on track. So imagine when we remember really back on track and we, we face them again. <laughs> it's not going to be nice for you guys. Macaroni Jones might not even be the starter by then. It might be Bailey Zappi. So we'll see. We'll see how they play that out. But that's not our problem until the end of the season. Uh, Carl Tolman says, yo, Bills were good. 49ers and Bengals wins give us the number one seed. Well, that's the thing. So we needed to win today in order to, to, to further ourselves. So Bengals play the Chiefs. That's going to be a very good challenge. They got a nice defensive front with the Bengals. So they're going to be giving fits to the Kansas City Chiefs. If the Chiefs lose, which is fantastic, that propels us back up top. And then we need, obviously, the 49ers to beat the Miami Dolphins, which is very possible. So those two things happen. Guess who's back? Back again. The Bills are back on top, and we want that number one seed. And that number one seed gives us the bye week to chill out, get healthy, and then we face whoever. But we got several more games to go, so we can't jump all over that just yet. Let's just chill out, and uh, we'll see how it all shakes up and plays out. It'll be fun. Uh, my man Patrick comes in and says, hey, Rico, would be nice to see Kansas City get some ass, get their ass kicked by the Bengals, plus Miami losing to San Francisco. Maybe we will have the perfect week. Listen, man, the week starts off great with the Bills dub. We just need things to shake out the way we need to shake out for us as well. And by the way, uh, you know what's shaking out really well? My man Anthony Rufus decided to come and become part of the Bing Squad. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome my friend Anthony to the Bing Squad. Bing, biggity, bing. I haven't said that in a long time. So welcome to the Bing Squad, my guy, Anthony Rufus. What's happening, brother? So here we go, folks. Uh, I got another super chat coming in from uh, Bill's Man Stone. What's up, Bill's Man? He says, hey, Bills will be the number one after this week. Cincy 49ers will win this week. But our red zone looked great, and we ran the ball efficiently. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up because I brought it up in my Friday show. Um Friday show, excuse me. I brought it up in my Tuesday show. Um, and I also brought it up in the pregame show. So let's let's go right to it. All right. Cause I'm gonna go right to it. We're gonna go to the team stats because that's one of the, the things I look I like to look at to, to see how this plays out. All right. Team statistics today. All right. So when when you're sitting here looking at here, I'm looking at the stats right now. So let's look at it this way. Team stats. Now, before I get into team stats, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I want to make sure I'm not losing any comments. Here we go. Rico staying with the stupid. <laughs> I appreciate the super. Hey, listen, man, you guys know I appreciate super chats. It's it's what keeps this channel going. It, it keeps the motivation going. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and it shows me that I'm doing something right. So, I appreciate you guys very much. So, so check this out. Team statistics, all right? The Bills. We had 22 first downs today. And we had 15 of them were passing. And six of them were in the rushing for first downs, right? First downs from penalties, we had one. Nine for 15 on third downs. That is the type of Bills football that I'm looking forward to. That's the type of shit I want. Nine for 15. All this three for 12 bullshit. You can't win games, you know what I'm saying, going under 50% on your third downs. you got to capitalize on your third downs. And the Jets, excuse me, the Patriots today were three for 12. That was us last week. We were awful. We were not good on third downs. And, and thus... Why we freaking let the Lions stick around and made it a real good game. And you got it. I can't even hate on the Lions. The Lions were doing all right. But you got, you can't hate. They had a good game. But, dude, we went three for 12 or something stupid like that. We can't do that. This week, different ball game. But what a difference. What a difference it makes when you actually have a week of practice. 
We went, yes, we talking about practice. Yeah, we talking about practice. We had a week of practice. What a difference it makes when you actually can actually physically be with your teammates, go through plays, go through schemes, you know what I'm saying, talk to your coaches and all that physically. We had to go through 10 days of pretty much no practice, playing two games. We had to gut out two wins. You know what I'm saying? So what a what a different team looks like when you actually practice. So yes, we actually did well practicing, and I'll take every bit of it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even gonna sit there and 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 hold you. That's exactly what we needed. We needed that. Uh, my man Tony W uh, sent a, two, a super chat in, but no comment. So Tony, uh, oh, let me see your comment. Here we go. Uh, how do you feel that the offensive lineman can push a running back forward? Uh, I love it. The the rule is you can push forward but you can't be on the other side pulling them. You know what I'm saying? You can't like you can't do that. So, uh push forward, we'll take it, man, because right now nobody's really tackled the running back. You know how many times that I've seen that a pile gets pushed and player kind of squeezes out and he's gone. So, you got to make sure you wrap up. But if you can push a player, take it. I'll take it all day. Uh, I got a new, another super chat from Matt Ear or Ealer, excuse me. Uh, can we talk about the Bills having 10 road games and seven home games this year? <laughs> so uneven. Listen, man. At the end of the day, what it comes down to, football is football. Make you, I mean, they can play on Mars for all they care. You know what I'm saying? Do I have goalposts? Are there lines on the field? Do I got a football? Let's play. It shouldn't matter where you are. You know what I'm saying? Now, do you have a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of juice when you're playing at home? Of course you do. You feel me? But these guys... A lot of these guys are not like, listen, if I'm from Florida and I'm going to Miami, to me, it's like a home game for me because my family's coming out there and this and that. So I'm playing in my elements and I'm good. You feel me? So all this like home away. Listen, can you play ball? Are you good at it? Let's roll. Home game is just more for us so we can watch our game, our team. Right. But for the most part, how do I feel about it? I ain't stressing on it. Not one bit. Not one little bit. Uh, heard a rumor that the Jags are interested in digs. Well, they could eat a dick because they ain't getting digs. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Anthony Rufus says, yo, what's good, Rico? Glad to be part of the fanatics. Respect to you, my G. Respect. So, team statistics. Let's get right into it, man. Third, We went nine for 15 on third down efficiencies. We didn't have to go for it on fourth down because we were kind of doing what we were supposed to do. 223 passing yards today, obviously. And uh, here's the big one for us. Right. We, we, we sacked quarterback twice, but here's the big one, folks. This is the one I want. I've been wanting for in the red zone, red zone. We went three for three in the red zone. This is what we need. When we give Tyler Bass and I love Tyler Bass. We love, we love Tyler Bass player, special teams, AFC player of the month. We love Tyler Bass, but I'd rather have seven than three. And that's exactly what we did today. We went three for three in the red zone. And I was specifically watching for this very thing because I use an analogy. And I, I'm repeating myself a little bit, but I'm going to for those that are new viewers. And I'll make it very quick. Or just go follow me on Twitter and uh, and you'll see exactly what I'm trying to say. So what I was trying to say is this. The Seinfeld. If you guys are big on Seinfeld, I watched Seinfeld in that episode where Seinfeld wants to rent a vehicle and he goes to the place and he's like, hey, I'm here to pick up my vehicle. And they're like, yeah, sorry, you you. You, you made it all the way here, but we didn't hold the reservation for you. So, uh, well, let me see what we can do for you. And he goes, wait a minute. I, I asked for the reservation, and you guys said, yes, you have it. But now that I'm here, it's not here. So you guys know how to take the reservation, but you don't know how to hold the reservation. The reason I bring this up is because the, the, 
the whole year or the last few games, the Bills have been getting into the green, right? Getting into the 40-yard line, 30-yard line. They get into the red zone, and we get there, but we don't know how to finish. We don't know how to get into the end zone. We're settling for field goals, or we're taking stupid penalties, or we're turning the ball over. At this point, we're getting into the red zone, and we're finishing in the red zone. So today was great. It reminded me of that Seinfeld, right? Hold the reservation. Right, you're, you're taking the reservation, but you're not holding it. Well, guess what? Bills today held the reservation, and we got into the end zone three times. We went three for three. So kudos to Ken Dorsey finding the right plays and the right scenarios and taking advantage of personnel to get us into the end zone. Love it. Love it, man. I can't stress that enough because we get into the end zone way too many. We're too good of an offense to, for us to jump into the red zone and come away with three points or come away giving the ball up. So that's a bit on Josh Allen's control to not throw the ball and just willy-nilly. Now, that ball across the, you know I mean, across the, the chest and back to the middle, risky, but it worked out for us. There's some days it does and some days it doesn't. Most times it does work out. So three for three was a big key component to today's win, and it was in my, it, it was in my keys to victory. We've got to finish in the red zone, and what a difference it makes. We win 24 to 10. Kudos to the freaking offense for finishing in the red zone. By the way, six for 47 on penalties. Cut it out. We gotta stop that. That Tommy Sweeney penalty is still killing me right now. Tommy Sweeney with that damn hold when you have Stefan Diggs down and beating his receivers like his DB. It was easy work, but play gets brought back because we have undisciplined players that are just doing some dumb shit. Let's be better than that, folks. But the fact that we came out with this dub, I'm completely happy with it. Let's roll. Joshua D. Uh, with the super chat comes in and says, hey, what's your opinion on the offensive line as far as spots that need to improve? Um, well, my opinion on the offensive line is this. David Questenberry, I mean, valiant effort today on the line. But for the most part, I wasn't impressed with him at all. And I, I mean, he almost got our quarterback killed. It shows you the importance of Deion Dawkins. Deion Dawkins is very important to this team. and He's very important to Josh Allen. So we need him back as soon as possible. But for the most part, I think we did all right. The one guy that I'm really critical on is Spencer Brown. And Spencer Brown held his own today. He didn't do a bad job. Now, I got to watch the game all over again. But from the first glance, not a bad job at all. I didn't really see too much, too much rolling out from my guy, Josh Allen. So kudos to um, the O-line. The O-line held well. We had Mitch Morse back again. So when the guys are healthy, this is, this is one of the better lines, above average line. I want to say better line in the league, but it's an above average line, which is good enough for Josh Allen. You give that man time, he will make it work. That guy's the, the master of manipulating the line and having these guys, these defensive linemen stop and go and get blocked up and then gives Allen that extra two seconds, three seconds to get down the field. So do I have a, uh, any issues with O-line? Nah, I think we're doing all right. Just stay healthy and we'll be just fine. Just stay healthy. That's all we need, man. Uh, thank you, Jordan Pagan, for that, uh, for that, that super chat. Appreciate you very much so. Uh, I got a super chat coming from my man, Eric Schmitty. What up, Schmitty? Schmitty comes in and says, hey, run the ball against Kansas City 37 times and see what happens. <laughs> Our O-line is leaky. Dawson Knox is invisible. Mac Jones was screaming at the hood. Sigh out. Okay. I mean, <laughs> let me take on my man, Schmitty. So, Schmitty, 37 times. Here's the reason we were able to run the ball 37 times. Because our defense was able to shut it down. So if our defense can hold down Kansas City, you best believe we will run the ball. Now, we're up, we're up on score, so that's how you control the clock. If I can control the clock by keeping Pat Mahomes on the sideline, 
you damn right I'm going to run the ball 37 times. If I have to and I'm killing the clock, I'll take it. And here's the big one. Here's the big one. When you run the ball 37 times, Schmitty, you kill the clock. 38 minutes of time of possession today to the 21 minutes for Mac Jones. Inefficiency. You're out. You're not on. You're not doing well offensively. And now you're giving me the ball and I'm scoring. I'm three for three in the red zone and I'm killing the clock. Yeah, damn right. Yeah. Run the ball against Kansas City 37 times. You damn right. I will. If I'm killing the clock and leaving Pat Mahomes on the sideline and I'm scoring, give me 40 runs. Give me 45 runs. If I'm keeping those bums on the sideline and I'm scoring and I'm killing the clock, give me that. I'll take that all day. I thought Eric Schmidt thought he had me on some. No, sir. Give me that. Give me that all day, man. If we can control the clock and we control that team and we control the trenches, I'm taking that every day of the week. Especially if our defense is playing the way they're playing. We played really well today. So you got to give it to him. And we're getting healthy. That's the big part, man. We're getting healthy. Tredavious White being back gives us awareness, gives us a guy that's got veteran ability. He's seen things. He knows what's going on. And he, he empowers the others. He empowers the others. Look how well we played today. So let's keep it up, man. Let's get healthy. Let's keep getting better. This team is good enough to win the Super Bowl. We are good enough to win the damn Super Bowl. We just, you know what I mean? Eliminate the mistakes. Eliminate the bozo, bozo plays, and we should be just fine. <laughs> Eric Schmini says, yo, only 13 seconds, Rico. Don't do that. Eric. <laughs> Eric, don't do that, man. You don't got to do that to me like that. You don't got to remind me of 13 seconds. I mean, we all know. We know what's up. <laughs> we know what's up. Um, if we run 37 times on Kansas City, that means we won. you damn right. If we're running 37 times, that means we're doing something right. If we're passing 60 times, we're trying to catch up. You know what that is. I, I ain't playing that game. But anyway, um, so to me, I love what we were able to do team. What stands out to me is a three for three in the red zone. The six penalties, I'd, I'd love to lower that amount. I think we we've have far too many penalties. I'm not a big fan of that, but 38 minutes of possession. Give me all the smoke. I love every bit of that. Let's go. I'll take that, man. So team statistics, love what we did today. I'm, I'm happy about it. Um, and yo, listen, man, if we can keep that up, let's keep it up. Let's really do it. Schmitty comes in and says, Rico, you know damn well you can't keep Mahomes on the sideline. <laughs> anyway, bro, all the, only needed 13 seconds. I'm stirring the pot, y'all. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, man, if we run in the ball 37 times, that means we're doing something right. So I'll, I'll take that all day. My man Patrick says, yo, Rico, there's a discussion here about OBJ coming. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, right now, when it comes to OBJ coming to the Bills, uh, here's, what, here's what I'm reading and seeing and people putting out there, right? So word, I mean, and listen, Von Miller has everything to do with this as well. So word is that Von, uh, there's going to be a visit, like Odell is visiting with the Giants this week or tomorrow. And then I think he's going to make his way to Buffalo this week. And they're going to find a way for Vaughn, OBJ, and Josh Allen to meet. I think they're going to Josh Allen's house. So that's where the politicking happens, right? As a free agent, we're going to pitch in and see if you want to come through. And I can't see it. Let me listen, man. When you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league sitting here saying, yo, if you come, this game changes. I'll get you the football. Don't you worry about that. Because Gabe Davis <laughs> right right now ain't being consistent for me so i need someone that's going to be consistent so if you want to be that guy that can take make these defenses really pay attention it opens up the hole for stefan Diggs. it opens up the hole for you it opens up the hole for dawson knox you know what I'm saying devin singletary is going to get in on listen it's just better for the offense 
is better for the offense. So to me, if we can bring OBJ to Bills and then find a way to, you know what I mean, get him some, get him some, 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 some financial security, and then long-term we work on something in the, in the offseason, I don't know how that's going to work out. But for the most part, let's roll. Let's roll. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Make him a, a, a backloaded contract. Give him a cheap-ass contract to, to begin with and then backload that. I don't know how the contract stuff works, but yes, indeed. If we can get that man on this squad, imagine the differences that we can have. We're all talking about Cole Beasley and what Cole Beasley was able to do. You bring in a Stefan Diggs that can be interchangeable. Uh, excuse me. It, you bring in a Stefan Diggs and you have a OBJ that can be inter- interchangeable. You win the slot this time. I'm on the wide this time. And we flip flop, bro, 14, or do you want to stop number three? You know what I'm saying? Or I don't know what number he's going to take. His 13's already taken, so we'll see. Or unless he says, if, hey, Gabe, I'm going to need that number from you. Who knows how that's going to play out? But for the most part, I look very much forward to seeing what Brandon Bean is able to do and what Brandon Bean is able to get, get in and if they can strike some kind of deal. Because how lovely would it be if you get this guy going and – and get him ramped up for when playoff time comes. So now you're going to have Von Miller back, OBJ, and this whole team is going to be going down? We'll see. Now, do I think it's going to happen? No. Do I think he's going to choose Dallas Cowboys over the Bills? Yes. I really do think that. Do I want to be wrong? Yes. But I think he's going to go to Dallas over Buffalo. If, it's gonna, if, you're, if you're choosing, if you're really about football and you want to win, and you're in a culture that you know fosters winning and and love and brotherhood. Come to Buffalo. But if if it's about football and it's about life, it's about you know your family and so on and so forth. I mean, go to Texas. You know what I'm saying? Like tax free, all that good. You're in the biggest. I mean, one of the, everything's big in Texas, right? You're in one of a, a big state, right? And it's and it's, it's yo Cowboys get national love all the time, so it makes sense. So we're about to find out what's really good. How good our pitch team is. Can we pitch him to come to Buffalo? Or if it's strictly just a way for him to raise the money that he's going to get from another team. And that's ultimately what I feel. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Von Miller is helping him get to a team. They're friends. I get it. It's going to happen. But for me, Von Miller obviously would like him to come to Buffalo so they can play together. But at the same time, if he doesn't, yo, bro, at least I helped you get a bag. You're going to get a bag from somebody. If it's going to be the Bills, great, you're playing with me. If it's going to be from the Cowboys, at least I helped drum up some, some interest for you. We'll see how it plays out. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays. And uh, hopefully, we see OBJ in Buffalo. We'll see. Uh, King Noble says, yo, that's fine. Uh, he'll regret it when he goes to Dallas and gets knocked out for the first round. <laughs> he would regret it. If he goes to Dallas and then they just get blown on the first round and the Bills go out and win the Super Bowl, he's like, fuck, I should have picked that team. Hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, Mr. Rodriguez, yo, I'm definitely sleeping good tonight. No anxiety. Felt great about this game. Go Bills. You damn right. You damn right. Let's get back to the, the good talk about this game, man. Overall, this game was fantastic. I'm not going to hold y'all today uh, because this is one of those games where ugh, we did what we were supposed to do. We stopped the run. We got into the red zone. We went three for three in the red zone. We didn't turn the ball over by throwing interceptions. We got that stupid fumble, but it's going to happen. Question Barry. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't throw inter- interceptions. And that's what, that was the, that was the problem. We were throwing interceptions. We we're giving the football away. Right. So that was, that was a killer, but we did the, the basic things that we need to do to win the football. Stop the run, run the ball. Don't turn the ball over. 
Can we minimize the penalties? Yes, I feel like we can. We still had six penalties for like 50 plus yards. I'd like to bring that down. I'm not, I'm not interested in that. But for the most part, man, we, 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 we were a good team today. We were a solid team and we looked like the dominant team. Now, the, the things that stood out to me that I'm like, mm, we got to clean up. Some of the, like, we got some tackling issues, bro. We got some tackling issues. I, listen, Matt Milano had Ramondre Stevenson dead to rights. This is the second week that Matt Milano has missed an open field tackle. Open field tackle where it's one-on-one, you and I, right? And he blatantly missed the tackle on Ramondre Stevenson. We've got to do better on tackling. Poor angling. Poor angling from DeMar Hamlin and Xavier Rhodes on that 25, what, that uh, number 25 Jones, when he took that touchdown off that uh, receiver screen. Like, Rhodes looked like he wasn't even ready, and he was so slow. Hamlin missed the tackle heavily, and it was a terrible angle. It just wasn't good. So we need to get back to the basics on on angles and tackling because there's going to come teams where if you don't tackle well, we're in problems. But, like, those are nitpicky problems. Like, for the most part, we do extremely well, but, man, it it didn't look good. Uh, Xavier Woods was playing CB1 today. Xavier Woods was across across uh, the uh, across the way from Tredavious White, and then Tredavious White had his pitch count. Then he was done, and then Dane Jackson came in. So I think Tredavious White played the first half, to my knowledge, and then Dane Jackson replaced him. Um, and I think that's how it played out. Freddie J with a super chat, he comes in and says, "Hey, no reason to sign OBJ. He's not in on it." Okay. Pull up his stats live, man. Regression and regression one-on-one. Couple that with his diva mentality. Come on now. Freddie, I'm going to call cap on that frame because the same mentality was given to Stefan Diggs. Diva mentality. You don't want him in Buffalo. How do we give a first round for this guy? This guy's just going to cry when he doesn't get the football. Blah, 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 blah. That's what we heard. And now everybody's like, I'm him. That's him. They love Stefan Diggs. It's going to be no different OBJ. Fam. When you got the culture that this team has, the coaching, the management, the, 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 the freaking player bond that these guys have, yo, how could you not want to come to Buffalo and love it? Like everybody that's been in Buffalo that's left came back. If you had such a horrible time, you ain't come back. The only people that I know that are, not, that are never going to come back to the Bills are two players. Is Stefan, excuse me, um, uh, Quentin Spain, he ain't ever come back to the Bills. He's never going to come back. He's not going to like it. There's no way he's coming back. And Cole Beasley. Those two players, I highly doubt they would come back. If if I could make a case for one of them to come back, it would be Cole Beasley, but I highly doubt it. They Listen, it just wouldn't work out. It wouldn't work out. So that's why we got to go get a guy like OBJ. You know what I'm saying? The guy just, he's a, he's a player. He's built. He's built for this league. He's built for this game. The guy's just nice like that. And you got two alpha freaking receivers like that. On the same squad, and you got Josh Allen that doesn't give a damn who's throwing the football to. He just wants to trust you. Get open, and I'll get the job done. You can't ask for any better. You can't ask for any better. So salute, salute to OBJ if he wants to come to Buffalo. Yo, we got a we got a spot right for you. You know what I'm saying? If you want number thirteen, you might have to pay up for it. But we got a spot waiting for you, big fella. So we'll see how that plays out. And who knows if Gabe Davis will be back the following year? So it might be OBJ. And uh, and Stefan Diggs next year if we sign him. I mean, now I'm probably getting over. I'm getting ahead of myself here, but you guys, you guys catch the drift. You guys catch the drift. My man Walter Scales, what's up, Walter? Walter and c- comes in with a, co- a question. He says, "Hey, he says OBJ regression. 
is better than anything Davis has ever done. Damn, there goes the shade. <laughs> also, do you think Odell Beckham wouldn't be better having Allen throw him instead of Baker? People are reaching for excuses not to get him. Walter, that is freaking bang on. People are reaching. Reaching for reasons that just don't make sense. He's a diva. All freaking, I mean, let me, let me break it down to you. All receivers are divas. Have you not heard Devontae Adams speak? Devontae Adams speaks like a diva, but he gets work done. You know what I'm saying? All receivers are divas. That's the biggest diva position. It's a receiver. Give me the damn ball. Let me show you what I do. You know who, you know, and, and opposite from the diva is a shit talker. And you know who talks the most shit? DBs. You know what I'm saying? That's just what they do. So to say he's a diva, all freaking receivers are divas, man. That's what it is, man. They're on an island by themselves. They think they're open all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm, oh, I put that boy in a blender. Like, come on, son. Like, it's just what it is. So to make it the, to what Walter says, finding excuses for not to be on the team, regression. What are you talking about, man? If not for his injury, he would have been the Super Bowl MVP for the Rams. Just saying. You know what I'm saying? And I'm no shade on, on my man that said he's a, he had a regression. It's just that, you know, he's, he's reading and saying what everybody else is saying. Sometimes it's just good to, you know, independently think for yourself. You feel me? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no hate. I'm just saying. Um, my man Schmidty comes in and says, yo, What's funny about the diva thing is that awful colored commentary by Herbie talking about talking ish about how Stefan Diggs was frustrated. So I had to throw him a TD. Dude, you are cringe. You know what? Absolutely right about that. Now, I will say this, though. It is not an easy job to sit there and talk and for entirety entire game and seeing one team dominate the other. So you got to make some some kind of storyline as you talk about when you make up these storylines, they, they tend to you know have some traction. The attraction may not lead to anything, but now you got us talking about it. When he was talking about giving the game ball to Questenberry, boy, shut your ass up with that Questenberry game ball. Stop it. And then, oh, he's just mad, and he just made up for that. Boy, stop that nonsense, too. You know what I mean? But it's it's the it's the way the game was going. Because had that game been a different different ball game, you know that that, that conversation would have switched up heavy. Would have definitely switched up. Uh, Z-Matt said, yo, Cup was still number one on that, that whole season with the Rams. Now imagine the same attention they took off a of Cup for Diggs. I'm t- well, Diggs has been doing it without. So he's just, I mean, listen, you you bring him, you're right though. Diggs is already doing that right now without. So imagine OBJ coming to town. You know what I'm saying? So watch out. And and Josh and Diggs already have that connection. So that's like, you know what I'm saying? You know how you can have a friend and you don't talk to that friend for like months. Let's just say you go weeks to months without talking and you get back on the phone. You all can talk for like six hours. And it don't miss a beat. It's like you just you. It's like you never went six months without talking. That's the connection and friendship and chemistry that Diggs and Josh Allen have. Those boys can 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 dial it up like nothing. So if OBJ does happen to come to Buffalo, the relationship and chemistry between Stephon Diggs and and Josh Allen n- will never waver. That thing they're they're in lockstep. So now they got to build some. OBJ's got to build it with Allen. But we're probably getting ahead of ourselves. Let's just wait till this whole plays out. And if we can, if we, if the bills happen to be able to sign and bring on OBJ, that's, a, that's huge, man. That's the, that's the biggest free agent that would come to Buffalo uh, since, I don't know, we'll say Terrell, Terrell Owens, talk about free agency, Mario Williams. That's that, that, that's the biggest, that would be the biggest one. So listen, let's go sign them up, sign it up and let's make it work, baby. Let's, 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 let's stop all this chatter and let's make it work. And that's and that's and that's 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 the way I look at it myself. Um, culture. 
So Freddie J Super Chat says, Culture, is OBJ willing to give reps to Diggs or cry and smash another kicking net? His stats are garbage. He's washed. No reason for the hype. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Yo, Freddie J, you tripping right now, bro. So let me, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put something in here. Hold on a second. Um, you tripping. You straight tripping right now. I can't believe you just said that. He's washed. <laughs> That's some crazy talk, bro. That's crazy talk. All right. So the 21, the 21 season. I'm looking at the 21 season with LA Rams. All right. Let me see what Odell was able to do. Hold on a second. Because I, I want to give the statistics when Odell was next to a very good receiver that was a triple crown winner. All right. So looking at what OBJ was able to do. So he was with Cleveland for a little bit, and then he went to the Rams. So uh, he, he wore number three. Okay. That's what he wore. He wore number three. Okay. So he played eight games and started seven. So of the seven games that he started, he was targeted 48 times. He had 27 receptions, 300 yards. He was gaining 11 yards a pop. He had five touchdowns, all right? Five touchdowns in seven games. And his, uh, let me see here, his catch, his catch percentage is 56.3%. And we already know that boy can catch everything. So to me, what's the problem? What you, what you think is going to happen? And here's the, bigger, here's the bigger part. What did he do in the playoffs? All right, let's see what he did in the playoffs. So in the playoffs, he had so so he started all four games. Here's the big deal: playoffs. Okay, this is what we we be we'd be bringing OBJ for. Don't forget, he was coming off an injury when he left uh, Cleveland, right? So he went to Cleveland off, off injury, then they they cut him, and then he went to the Rams. Okay, so when he got to the playoffs, when he's prime, now he had seven games of getting getting acclimated with Stafford and getting acclimated with the offense and learning it and so on and so forth, right? But here's the deal. 26 targets, 21 receptions, 288 yards. He had just as much yardage in the playoffs that he did in the, in the regular season when he's learning the playbook, okay? He had 14 yards of pop almost. His catch percentage was 80%. It jumped up from 56 to 80%. He had two touchdowns. And uh, he was averaging 72 yards a game. All right? So let's talk about that. He's regressed. He's, he's fallen off. He's washed. Are you nuts? Fam, come on now. When you're a baller, you're a baller. That's just, that's just what it comes down to. So he's going to have enough time to get acclimated with this offense if we do sign him. And then by the time playoff comes, yo, he'll be primed and ready to go. Come on, son. Now you guys are tripping right now. You got, I'm not even saying you guys, Freddie J, you tripping, you tripping, man. <laughs> you talk about he washed. Well, you better stop. You better stop. That's some nonsense, man. But anyway, this ain't about OBJ. This is just about the potential that he, what he brings, what he would bring to the offense. And he did this all with Cooper Cup, which was a triple crown winner on the squad. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, brother. <laughs> Yo, Freddie J says, hell, lone receiver stats, son. Come on, son. Now you tripping. I just gave you statistics. I just gave you statistics from this guy in the playoffs when it really matters. When it really matters. And he's got the play, he's got the playbook down pat. When someone plays freely, it's a different ball game. You guys know that. Come on, Freddie. Freddie, you tripping, brother. You tripping. But anyway, <laughs> still, still love, man. Still got love. But anyway, let's let's wrap this up and put a bow on this bitch. 
the Bills came in with, with needing this win. And most people might say, well, what do you mean needing a win? They're eight and three. We didn't need the win. No, no, we needed this one because this is, an a, this is a divisional game, number one. Number two, we're 0-2 in the division. We can't, we can't afford to go 0-3 in the division. And on top of that, this gets us on a three-game win streak. So we're back in the win column of a three-game win streak. So we needed this game. This game was integral because now we're focused. And now we had a full week of practice to put things together. Uh, now we're going. Now we have an extra 13 days to put these together and get ready for the Jets. So guess what? The Jets, yo, we we're coming for that back. We're coming for that again because we need payback, retribution. You know what I'm saying? And you're about you're about to you're about to you're about to get that ass whooped again. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna get back on track and doing things. And this time we have you at home, so we're gonna handle business. Uh, Mike Donesco, what's up, Mike? Mike comes in and says, Yo, Rico, Bond speaks the truth, man. Beckham wants Buffalo, a team that gets hungry in the playoffs. That will win their division. We'll see, man. Because right now, Dallas is looking mighty good, too. Dallas has got a run game. Dallas has got a hell of a defense with Michael Parsons on there. Same with the Bills. You know what I'm saying? And it's in a it's in a state that's pretty damn popular with no state tax. So all those factor into it. And his woman, I mean, I would probably rather be well, where she's at. But it all depends on lifestyle, what he's able to do, and so on and so forth. So we'll see. He's got to visit with the Giants. He's going to visit with the Bills. And then I'm sure he's going to visit with the Dallas Cowboys at one point. So we shall see. We shall see. But we'll see, man. It would be lovely to see him back with us. But I guess we'll, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> Freddie just says, OBJ are a bust. Yo, you're coming around, man. You're going to come around, Freddie. Freddie knows. Freddie, Freddie just, you know, I think Freddie's just worried. He just worried that you know the chemistry is going to falter on our team if he comes and he doesn't like what he's seeing. So he wants the Bills to have might all the success in the world. But you know what? When you have this team that's playing the way they are, not a whole not a whole lot can bring that thing down, man. And Brandon Bean doesn't play that mess. He's going to feel the player out, and he feels that this is the right move for this team to make us get better. He'll bring him on. Everyone's got a role, so we'll find him a role, and then we'll make it work. That's what it comes down to. Sailor Jerry says, yo, that's why you got to stay single, man, so you can play the blue-collar towns. <laughs> I see what you're saying, man, because your woman's going to want to stay in the big city, the bright lights and all that stuff. I get it. But sometimes people don't want that. I'll give you a prime example. I don't want to speak on this, man, but do you ever see Josh Allen's wifey out and about and doing all this stuff? No, ma'am. This, this lady stays quiet, does her thing, lets her husband, you know what I mean, that lets her man do his thing, and she stays off the scene. Patrick Mahomes' lady is all over the place. Just here, just there, and nah, do all this stuff, right? Britt is like, nah, man, I'm chill. Yo, you do you. I like to stay on my own. I got my puppy. I'm chilling. I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? And some people really like that. They don't need the limelight. So I'm not saying that I know OBJ's lady like that. I somewhat do. But you never know. You just never know. But anyway. Let's put let's put it let's wrap a bow on this bitch and call it a day because this is a good week. It's a good day. We get we get to be done with the Patriots for now. And we'll face them later. The Bills get a victory. We go nine and three. It's lovely, and uh, we we got bigger fish to fry. So we got to take on the Jets. We're, we have we got to go through the AFC East again. So Patriots down, Jets are next. So we got to make sure we got them. And here's the beautiful thing about this: we have time. You know what I'm saying? We have time to rest up, and then we get back to playing football but we got a neck a little extra time to get ready and prepare for these jets and uh mike white seems to be the starter going forward and he seems to you know what i'm saying he 
Yeah, 300 yard game. He's hardly any incompletions, three touchdowns. It looked good. So that's why we got to prepare. Leslie Frazier put a game plan together and let's freaking trounce these guys when we meet, when we get them and and let them really know. We can't just beat them 20 21 to 10. We got to we got to spank them. But that's for ne- that's for next week. I'm going to leave it at that. So we got a nice, you know what I'm saying, 10 10 day, 11 day rest and then we'll go from there, man. So, uh that's it for me, folks. That is it for me. For those tuning in on our podcast, appreciate y'all. Uh keep tuning in on the podcast if this is the only way you can do it if you're listening to me in the car, uh at home, you name it. We'll take it. It's uh, it's the way. It's sometimes it's the way to do it. If you can't do it live while watching me on YouTube, jump in on the podcast. That's how we roll it uh, on all social media platforms. Let's hit it. Um, for those tuning in right now, appreciate you always. Uh, right now at my time, it's almost two o'clock in the morning, so I gotta bring my black ass to bed. And uh, for those of you guys tuned in, thank you so much. You net, you don't have to stay here and tune in with me, but you are. We got five hundred and eighty people watching right now. Salute. We appreciate you. Uh, while you guys are here, smash that like um, and uh, and show some love, man. So much, and, and subscribe to the channel if you have not subscribed. Uh, Ismael Madero, let's go win the division. Man, let's win the division. We need three in a row. We've got two in a row right now. Let's make it three in a row. We've got to take these boys down. We do. Freddie J, what's up, Freddie J? Freddie J comes in and with a, a final super chat and says, hey, OBJ versus Davis. If Josh defaults to Diggs, what's the point? The point is he defaults to Diggs because maybe he's looking Davis's way and Davis has limitations. And when you can't run all routes, it kind of, you know what I mean? Maybe it, it's, it's hard. It's maybe it might be harder to, you know what I'm saying? Give you a route that you're not familiar with running or you don't run it as well. When you have a, a receiver like Odell Beckham that can run all routes, it makes life easier, right? So that's the way it plays out. And here's the funny part, by the way, we activate John Brown. Did you guys hear or see John Brown whatsoever? We make all these, these, these roster moves that I still to this day don't understand. Kyer Elam. And let me get to one more thing before I get out of here. Kyer Elam. Not sick. Not hurt. Just benched. Problem. We drafted this guy in the first freaking round. All offseason, we were hearing how Christian Benford might be coming up. Christian Benford. You get you start the league, and these guys are splitting time. And now that Kyrie ben, Benford is on injured reserve, Kyrie Elam has a great opportunity to get back to starting position because Dane Jackson has been playing some like some ass. Xavier Rhodes gets the start, and Kyrie Elam is benched. What? Bro, this just pisses me off even more. Y'all botched this, man. You guys botched this. Y'all thought that we needed a corner that badly, which we did, but we couldn't have waited to get like McDuffie or something of that nature. McCreary, like there were some, there were some really good corners. Tyreek Woolen, there were some really good corners, but y'all wasted that pick. And I'm not, I don't, I don't want to call it a waste because who knows what the strategy is. But what, what I do know is that this was not an illness. This is not a sickness. This was not an injury. This was a straight up, you're benched. You're inactive. You didn't, didn't even bench this guy. They made him inactive. They made Dane Jackson that's been getting cooked the last three games. And they chose him over Kyrie Elam. Tell me how that's not disturbing to you guys. Dude, that is the, the, the McDuffie go before me. My bad. I said McDuffie. See, that, that's why I'm tripping. My, my apologies. But the point I'm trying to make is this. 
we we moved up in the draft for this man. We gave up an extra pick, and you sit here benching him when we need him the most because Dane Jackson has been playing the way he's playing. And they decided to go with Dane Jackson instead, and they made him inactive. <sighs> Talk to me. Tell me how this, this, this makes sense. Tebow's like, yo, Rico secretly hurt over the hall. <laughs> yo, Brees Hall was there for the picking. Brees Hall was there for the picking. I mean, I didn't want to bring Brees Hall up, but Tebow, you decided to bring him up. Brees Hall was there for the taking, but y'all decided to go after Kyu Elam, and now he's not even starting. Like, how does that work? So now we're back to the drawing board to go look for a corner in next year's draft. Oh, boy. And now we got Xavier Rose that was just off the street. And now he's playing. And he didn't look great. I got to watch the game again. But, man, I don't know what's going on with this roster, with the way they, they move things around. Like, you bring, you bring in John Brown. You make him active. He doesn't even touch the field. You bring in Dean Marlowe. You trade for Dean Marlowe. He's inactive. He doesn't even touch the field. He hasn't touched the field in two weeks. And then you make him inactive. Kyu Elam, inactive. Like, what in the F is going on? Who's making the decisions? It worked out because we won today, but just very bizarre. I need answers. <laughs> I need answers. Yo, somebody, yo, Freddie J said, can Rico ever be happy? I am happy. I am happy. I'm always, listen, man, I was happy. I'm happy that we won this game, but sometimes you still got to call shit out. For my, this is for my man, Pierre. Sometimes you got to be real. <laughs> sometimes you got to be real. That's an inside joke. But you, sometimes you got to be real. You got to call shit out for what it is. Isn't it, isn't it a fair question to ask what the hell is going on with that situation? Kyrie Elam, Elam is a first-round draft pick. We are week 13, and Kyrie Elam is inactive and he's benched. Dane Jackson is not. Make it make sense. That's all I'm saying. Make it make sense. I'm looking forward to hearing how these guys answer, the how management answers this question and what the deal was. Maybe it was the plan along. I don't know what's going on, but very bizarre. Very bizarre. But anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. So, folks, that's it for me. You guys know I very much appreciate you guys. You guys don't ever have to stay this long and hang out with me, but you do, so it doesn't go unnoticed. I really appreciate that. And uh, and uh, let's, let's make this happen again, man. I don't know if there's going to be a show tomorrow. If there is a show tomorrow, I will see you guys tomorrow. Maybe I can try to bring some people on with me. And uh, we could talk about it. We can kind of, you know, we brief and go through that. And then we could talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. You know what I'm saying? We need to talk about those things. But, uh, I mean, I kind of revealed what it's going to be. But, hey, it is what it is, man. So, that being said, folks, that's that's my time, man. You guys are always fantastic. You guys are always great. And uh, I, I can't say anything else, man. So, the one thing I will say, though, you have all weekend to do something great for somebody whether it's a compliment whether you do something nice for them do it you just never know what difference you can make in someone's life do that for me if you guys have not subscribe to the channel subscribe to the channel if you have not followed me on twitter do yourself a favor man follow me on twitter sometimes i'm fun sometimes i'm just whatever but uh, nonetheless there's always something coming from my my twitter page uh so do yourself a favor give me uh give me a follow and it's right over here there if you see it there it is rico underscore bf underscore and uh we can go from there man but uh big dubs for the bills 24 10 macaroni jones looks like macaroni jones in the microwave 
and um, it wasn't that gourmet mac and cheese. That's for damn sure. We leave the we leave gourmet mac and cheese for Dion talking. I mean, you got to get that right sound. You know what I'm saying? But crack open that TV dinner from the freezer. That was what we had today, and we dispose of that real quick. That's just what it is, man. So if you guys appreciate the show, you guys appreciate the Rico Report, you guys appreciate Buffalo Fanatics, smash that like. Subscribe to the channel. Follow me on Twitter. Do all that good stuff. And uh, for a limited time offer right now, we have the... Uh, I, I, we're bringing back a top that we've, uh, we've taken down. It's the Buffalo versus everybody. We're back on it. BFFanshop.com. It's really that simple. Go to www.bffanshop.com. All our shirts are there. And uh, go ahead and, and jump all over that. And uh, folks, that's it for me. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Y'all have a great night. We'll catch you maybe tomorrow. And uh, let's go. So catch you guys on the flip side. It's your boy. And I'm gone. Have a great night. Let's go.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 